I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Lassoing and Mastering Your Thoughts Are you ever so at odds with your thoughts that you question where they're coming from? Actually, that line of thinking isn't as crazy as you might think. You may be familiar with the verse from Ephesians 6.12. It points out that we are wrestling not against our own flesh and blood, but against dark, powerful forces of evil. Don't be fooled by harmless caricatures of Satan as a cartoonish character that quickly hops on and off your shoulder. He'll be working overtime until the day you draw your last breath, trying to minimize your effectiveness, witness, and sphere of influence. The first thing we need to be mindful of when trying to lasso our thoughts is that we are no match in a battle of wits with the Prince of Darkness. Instead, our first line of defense is to flee from him, as we are told in James 4, 7. When we find ourselves in situations we don't belong in, contemplating actions we have no business entertaining, we are told to simply walk away. Instead of rationalizing or fighting a temptation to conform, we are to literally flee. How does flee compare to depart? Literally defined, it means to run away from danger or evil. Departures are leisurely, but fleeing implies a sense of urgency. Of course, a thought might not necessarily flee from a person. We can't exactly depart from our thoughts. It's much harder to lasso and master our thoughts, but it is not impossible with God's help, even when that wayward thought is embedded deeply in our minds. That's why Paul tells us in Romans 12, too, that we are to transform ourselves by the renewing of our minds. When we think of transforming, we might think of a makeover. When a person undergoes a makeover, someone who once looked ordinary is transformed into a vision glorious to behold. That's what God is interested in doing with our minds. He wants us to welcome Him into partnership to accomplish this truly amazing undertaking. As we allow Him access, He can, through the mighty power of His Word, and through obedience to His laws and edicts, transform us into something closer to His likeness. Of course, we'll never fully epitomize that kind of holy perfection this side of eternity, but we will, like a magnet to steel, move ever closer to the mark when we set our intention and pray for His strength. Another critical strategy in achieving such victories on the battlefield of our minds involves transference. When our minds fixate on a particular place or thing, that diametrically opposes our goals and our moral compass, instead of shutting out that distraction, we would do well to find a new preoccupation. Depending on when and where the challenge occurs, we can opt into some strategies. We can keep helpful Bible verses on our phone or short blurbs of godly encouragement on our desk. We can call a friend or accountability partner who has a little extra rope to help us lasso errant thoughts to the ground. I love how Paul describes this in 1 Thessalonians 5.14 as admonishing the idle, encouraging the faint-hearted, helping the weak. Depending on the situation, you might find yourself on either side of this alliance. The important thing is to recognize when you need help as readily as you discern the Spirit's leading to offer it to another. In all instances, humility plays an integral part of such delicate exchanges in both delivery person, and recipient. And finally, we may pray without ceasing for our enemy to get behind us, as Jesus did in Matthew sixteen twenty three. If Jesus didn't try to match wits with Satan, why would we ever think there's any better strategy than to just tell him to take a hike? 
Join me in sending Satan his walking papers as we partner with God to transform our mind. Let's make a game plan to lasso what hinders and cultivate what counts for kingdom building this side of eternity. I'd like to read an excerpt now from my last book, The Vault Door, and this entry is called Inventorying Your Valuables. I remember back in the late 90s when a fire blazed near my home. Alerts began pinging continually to my phone regarding potential evacuations. My mind began to race as I thought about what I would gather up if that came to pass. Irreplaceable photographs and pets were at the top of my list. Then there was a secondary pile of silverware and jewelry. Suddenly I imagined myself without any possessions as if everything had been burned down. Pets and photos, okay, those are valuable. But silver and jewelry... Those items provide no warmth or love. The Bible is clear about what's important and remains valuable for all time, faith, hope, and love. We read about that in 1 Corinthians 13, 13. But the greatest of that time-honored trifecta is love. So it follows that what we want to keep in our vault is securely centered on things above, not on earthly things, as stated in Colossians 3, 2. Sadly, our own judgment alone on what belongs in the vault can be skewed or corrupted. During the pandemic, when state and local governments began imposing lockdowns and restrictions, the end was not in sight. And as of this writing, it still isn't. As our social structures and experiences and community shrank, I again began to take stock on what was truly valuable to me. Just as having a block of time became a commodity worthy of storing in my vault, Rather than something to be endured or even frittered away, we all began waiting for the lockdown to end, didn't we? So we began to gather on Zoom at drive-by parties and tiny celebrations. And as we began to structure this kind of existence, the Lord brought new epiphanies and inspirations, and He also brought to mind a couple of other scribes once in lockdown. They faced a crossroads with a much stricter treatment and literal chains and locks. Those individuals were Paul and John. Paul was frequently in and out of Roman jails. He wrote some of his greatest letters featured in the Bible while he was literally in chains. And John, who was exiled by Rome to the island of Patmos, wrote the book of Revelation based on the visions he experienced while in lockdown. God will give you some glimpses of what He wants you to know about your life and how you are spending it too. As we sojourn through each day, we need to take stock of our fellow travelers, needed provisions, scenic turnouts, and final destinations. We would do well to come to Him humbly in prayer, with an open mind and heart. In Psalm 139.23, we find David's earnest petition, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me, and know my concerns. He goes on to ask God to lead him in an everlasting way. And that's from verse 24. I'm sure we are all in agreement that the everlasting way is the only way we want to travel in this earthly journey with an eternal destination. And because time is one of the few non-renewable resources we are given in this life, we need to be good stewards of it. Indeed, God number our days before we were born. We should take care not to squander that gift. There's an old hymn entitled, Be Thou My Vision. It's an old 8th century hymn translated by Eleanor Hull in 1912. The hymn was inspired by an action St. Patrick took back in A.D. 433. During the pagan feast of Beltane, the king of Ireland and the Druid priests ordered all fires to be extinguished. Then they would light their own huge fire from which all other fires around Ireland would be lit. 
But since that pagan feast coincided with Easter, St. Patrick risked his life by climbing a tall hill and lighting his own fire. He wanted to show the world that God's light shines in the darkness. When the fire could not be put out, St. Patrick was given a stage to speak to the Irish people about Jesus Christ. What a testimony to trust in God's divine illumination. And the keys to kingdom living? Trust God's illumination as you inventory your valuables. And the doorpost is, don't collect for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. And that's from Matthew six nineteen. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion trilogy is now available on Amazon.